Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Crack everybody, you listen to the Discus Larry Collective Podcast. I'm your host Warren here with Glenn. Um today we are gonna do an AEW Revolution. I couldn't remember you said doing anyway, AEW Revolution kind of predictions for the pay-per-view. Um before we get started though, if you're watching this on YouTube, um hit the like button, subscribe. Uh we're gonna start like banging up these kind of podcasts and stuff like that onto the YouTube. We're gonna do it actually depends. We're not gonna put up like mad long, what would you call them, like hour long episodes or nothing like that. We're just gonna kind of do the top fives predictions kind of reviewers maybe as well and then eventually kind of move into game and stuff like that but um yeah we'll just get into it so so let me see in terms of the card then pretty stacked I'll give oh it, it's intense like it's yeah. gonna be tight um honestly i actually don't i can't really peg any one match that could be the standout match you know that way mm-hmm. they all seem stellar stacked full of talent it's just it's a fucking it's it's a universe Here's yeah a plug. Yeah, there's a few a few good ones like off the top of the head, but um, also the fact we have there's actually so many matches. Like if you don't include the the pre-show match, which is like a women's tag team match, there's mm. still eight matches on the card. So it's surely going to be about three and a half hours long. It's Easy. gonna be a, it's gonna be a big one. Yeah, like we said, we were one. we were saying that on the my review, this is going to be their 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 big slapper. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, it feels like they're mania almost. It's it's mad. It has a really big full field kind of to it. So uh, mm. I, I like the idea of it. But what I'll do is I'll just start rattling off the, the card here. I'll just have it here. So I'll start rattling that off. And we'll go through like predictions. Try to keep it kind of short. So first match then, we'll go with the pre-show. Riho and Tunda Rosa against Britt Baker and Rebel. Standard women's tag team match. My pick for this is just Tunda Rosa and Riho. I think, yeah, yeah I think well, I think everyone's kind of in agreement with that one. Um and that would Absolutely. mainly be, yeah, it's just mainly because the likes of Thunder Rosa, I think a lot of people thought she was going to either go really far in the tournament or else even get the, the get the win in the tournament and go straight to the to fight uh, Sheeta for the title. But it's not happening. So I reckon maybe for fan service, they might do Thunder Rosa and Riho. That's my pick, yeah. I'd say so. Um, I don't think there's any storyline-driven shenanigans that could be had here. I'd say it's just going to be a good, honest match between the four women. And like you said, I, I'm, I'm wholeheartedly going to side with you on that one uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, actually it's it's one of the few times that I'll say that uh, about, especially about pre-show matches but um, it is one that I'm actually good to watch out for because the women are all collectively very good in the ring yeah very true very true um, so we'll move on now um, this obviously we don't know the, the order of the actual card but I just have them written down like this I have the casino tag team battle royal um, mm. obviously I don't think that's going to kick off the card or nothing but we're just going to go through the way I've written yeah. down um, yeah. So I'm not going to list off all the teams. I'm just going to say my pick because I'll be here all night reading all this. I am, from my pick, I'm in two minds, to be honest with you. Just looking at them here. I'm Come in on. two minds. One, I'm thinking Santana and Ortiz. Okay. okay. And the, the reason for that is if MJF and uh, Jericho beat the books, then yeah. you have a, a full splintering then of the inner circle. Um, right. In terms of who I want to win, I'd, I'd love to see um, 
which call it the death triangle. I'd love to see yeah, Pac okay. and Ting. Uh, there we Pac go. That's that's that was, Phoenix. yeah. That was mine. I yeah. I I think if they were gonna do it, they were gonna have it be that those two teams would be neck and neck for it. That's how I would have saw it. That those those two would be the most prevalent. Um, yeah. but like that, I genuinely after the show and the like, you don't do a squash match like that to then have those lads lose unceremoniously. Yeah, you know, yeah, it doesn't make any that. sense. Mm. I and I'd say how dominant that their showing was, and just in ge- in general, I'd say we're gonna have them, you know, clean house of the um, and I, I I genuinely think that it's gonna be them. I hope it's them, but yeah. I also you know objectively feel that it's gonna be them as well. Yeah, so you're picking Pac and Phoenix as well, yeah. yeah. The inner well, circle still has has field the born like they've they it's true. been. I don't I don't think now would be the right time to pull that and off like that. Mm. Yeah, no, neither do I. I just think it'd be cool like leading up to it, but uh. Because like Santana Ortiz, I feel like they should be the ones fighting the books. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. Again, we were saying it before about trying to get a tag teams. Uh, Jericho and MJF are the definition of that. Obviously, they're in a stable, so it's different slightly. But again, yeah. Jericho's not really a predominantly tag team wrestler. Same with MJF. So it would have been cool to see Santana and Ortiz go in there, tear the house down with the books, but whatever. Um, so on to the next match then. Let me see. Um, Miro and Kip Sabian against Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. This one, I feel like it's going to be Miro and Kip. I feel like they're well overdue for a win. Yeah, Orange, Orange Cassidy was kind of like his... Uh, what what can I say about him? He, yeah, he's not winning this one. <laughs> That's Yeah, I feel like he's he has to be on the receiving end of something, like a high end yeah. at this stage, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And especially with like Miro and Kip, they haven't been... Like, I'm not saying every team needs to be dominant or every kind of wrestler needs to be dominant but at the same time though you can't really take them seriously if they lose constantly you know what I mean or if they lose yeah. on pay-per-views constantly stuff like that so we feel and like they they're, they're, they're not doing as much as kind of even what we're getting off in the in the, in the Battle Royal like they're not doing as much yeah true yeah you know? so you're going with Miron Kip as well don't you? yeah we're actually we're fairly fairly well in agreement on, on, on these so far literally uh, yeah. don't get me wrong like I'd, I'd actually like I would like to see Orange Cassidy pull off another win but I think yeah. in favour of what you were saying storyline wise and just there's no point in having Miro it was like just yeah. why boy, would he like he's a fantastic competitor you know so yeah and I, I kind of want to see him go like in, in terms of like Rusev kind of thing where he can yeah. you, you know he can have a savage match you know? I mean we haven't really seen that in AEW yet but I, I want to see him go on a tear like uh, you know I, I'd say by year end I'd like to see him in the main event like. yeah it'd be pretty cool to be honest I'd, I'd like that yeah. um, let me see what else I have then uh, Team Taz against Darby Allen and Sting so uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks against Sting and Darby Allen um, yeah this one it's actually funny right Usually, I would be like, oh, staying easy, staying in Derby Island. But for some reason, I just have a a weird feeling that's going to be Team Taz. Like, I'd say because, like, of the team cohesion, maybe, or unless we're going to get double cross. Like, to be fair, staying legacy in the business, fan favorite, came in with this, you know, almost feud with Derby Allen, if you want to, if you want, if, if we're going to, like, the, the introduction of it. So, I mean, maybe, maybe you could see staying even torn heel. Um, like, I, I, like, there's a lot that can be done with it, but I, it's it's hard to go against safety booking. Like everything else is gonna tell you, yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna have um, you know, fucking sting make one hot tag, get dunked out the ring after his next uh tag to Allen. Allen's gonna get double teamed for the win. Like that sounds too safe. Like yeah, they could they could shake it up, they could have they could have them lose and then have Sting, you know, fucking beat the shit out of him with the bat. Maybe. I like I just I don't necessarily see the whole um, you know, ward protege thing going that much further. Like, can you? No, I can't. I can't. I reckon they're going to kind of nip that on the board now soon enough. Yeah. 
Like you, you want like if Sting's gonna do anything, he don't make him chase belts, obviously, but make him have good, interesting fields. And I think that would be the start of something really good because Darby he can go in the ring and Sting he's, he is like obviously he's fair folks him sixty one years of age hitting moves that he's still been hitting for thirty year thirty odd years. But I do think that yeah, being in there with someone who can work and someone who can sell and someone who can do that is good. Being involved in kind of like meh tag team doesn't really it doesn't really elevate in fact and it almost takes away from the lads and team Taz um, like if they get the win sure but if they lose then it's like well what's next like yeah true true Um, I'm going to go with team Taz first I'm just going to go with me go I'm just going to go with team Taz yeah. because I feel like as you were saying about Sting and like elevating talent I feel like that'd be a good nod a good rub to give to the lads and team Taz beating Sting yeah. do you know what I mean so I'm going to go with that if they're going to go with a Darby Allen cross and sting sting tight eats the pin definitely makes more sense so yeah um this is a rarity me and you never see this much <laughs> oi oi. are we are we getting too safe is this too safety it could be we'll see when we get to the guest like the who's the guest and stuff like that who's the surprise okay we'll, see what okay. we'll, we'll guess we'll guess boise we'll yeah guess let me see um next one then face of the revolution ladder match when I get to TNT title shot, uh, mm. Cody versus Scorpio Sky versus Lance Archer versus Pentagon versus Max Caster versus Surprise Entrant. Um, I have two theories on this one. Oh, one, the Surprise Entrant just comes in and wins. Um, or two, I, I want to say Lance Archer. I was, ah, uh, you fucker. You can't keep doing this to me. I was going to say Lance Archer and that the Surprise will be... not. Uh, this sounds really bad, but Jerry, the way in every ladder match, there's like a Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, someone to take like mad spots and stuff like that. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'd say whoever the surprise entrant is, whether it's Rob Van Dam or something, is 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 a is a ladder match cohort just there to make the match interesting, take a couple of pins, maybe start a feud with Cody or something. Nothing, nothing too out the ordinary. Um, but I do think it's a surprise entrant as in a new signing as opposed to a pre-existing on the roster guy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think Lance Archer, just the booking and how the storytelling's been going I, I, I do yeah. um, I also like you could say uh, like it, there was a toss up there between we were saying the Cody and Pentagon I think on that was a Dynamite last week or the week before and how certain lads are being booked and billed really well but like everyone else in the matches can fall into like a default feud or into like something else like you know that way yeah so, actually do you know what I'm going to go with Pentagon are you going to go with Pentagon okay. I'm gonna, because I have that weird like I, I'm a cunt for this kind of behaviour now when it comes to factions or anything like that, I'm always like, oh, they'll win all the gold, and they'll do an Evolution 0304. I always think that with, with factions. It happened with Undisputed Era. Um, it's happening now to me when I'm thinking about if the Death Triangle win the tag team turmoil kind of thing, and they win yeah. the titles off, say, the Bucks or MJF and Jericho, and then um, Pentagon wins the TNT title. I think that'd be pretty cool, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Pentagon or else um, the surprise entrant. In terms of the surprise entrant, I have two ideas that come to mind. One is Rob Van Damme, and two is Leo Rush. Oh, Leo Rush is a really good show. Mm. He's a really good show. Yeah, and he's currently obviously working in America and stuff, so there's no quarantine issue there. Do you know what I mean? So he could just yeah, be there. yeah, yeah. That's that's a good show. Actually, I wouldn't have even thought of Leo Rush. That's yeah. fucking yeah. And plus, he's like hella athletic and fucking nimble as fuck. He'd be up and down ladders like a fucking yeah, yeah, literally like. Um, yeah, so your your Pentagon was surprise of Leo or RVD and mine's RVD with a. Lance Archer, so nice, nice. Um, okay. A bit, a bit of a differentiation there now. See what happens. Oh yeah, going forward. So um, you're gonna pick. It doesn't matter who I pick for the main event. You're gonna pick the opposite. Doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, next match then, 
big money my hardy against hangman page the whole stipulation here is that whoever wins gets um the the the, the opponent's kind of salary or whatever it was their earnings for the first quarter which is pretty funny <laughs> um, so i think hangman page like, yeah yes yeah. like i mean they could have hangman page lose and maybe work it into the sideline that he's been trying to be recruited or whatever but with the fantasy book and me and you were talking about last week with the four horsemen yeah true yeah that's uh my uh my money is on hangman page yeah yeah i'm gonna go hangman page as well fuck it yeah um okay but i can see this match being fairly safe anyway you know what i mean i can't be safe being like, like don't get me wrong it's gonna be solid but it's not gonna be a standout um no yeah there's so many other matches that are gonna be standouts i think um again you're gonna need that level of safety as well so on my hardy there you can only yeah guaranteed a solid match anyway yeah. um let me see move on then uh women's uh women's world championship uh hikaru shida versus uh mizunami I mm-hmm. am gonna go. I'm gonna go with Shida. You're gonna go with Shida. I'm gonna go with Shida. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Mizunami. Yeah. And I was going with. I was gonna go with whoever the winner of the tournament was. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Why do you think Shida? I think Shida because I feel like the whole obviously pandemic situation. She's been at home for quite some time. She's only starting to yeah. show up now on TV recently. So I feel like it's almost they might even give her one more month with belt. Now that she's mm. on regular scheduled regular scheduled programming, maybe. Um yeah. that's the only thing I have. Other than that, I would normally pick the winner of the tournament myself. I feel like it, it kind of goes against the tournament then if you if you don't win it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you don't have like a shenanigans kind of finish, it again goes against the tournament. So I just think if you put the belt on Mizunami, it gives the the potential intrigue for more uh, feedback from the rest of the women's division like you were saying yeah. you could easily have someone like Britt Baker or you could easily have someone like uh, Thunder Rosa you could easily have any of them Nyla any of the women challenger and then it's not guaranteed that Mizunami will keep the belt yeah. and not being bad but when it comes to stagnant divisions the, like they're they're usually associated with, with, with you know off the record champs boring champions like look at any mid card any mid card of any wrestling year and look at who the champions were and then that'll be a direct correlation with viewership. Like the the OEC title picture on the WWE has been pretty good right now. And you know, that's you know, that's gonna be indicative of, of, of how they will do. Um and with like you said, with Ting being off telly and that, I just think it's like take the belt off her and get a fight for it. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe. And as you said, it opens up a lot. Do you know what I mean? Um yeah. it opens that women's division up quite a lot because you still have Rio, um, Thunder Rose and Nyla Rose, Britt Baker. That's five or whatever, four or five off the top of your head. That could be easily shoehorned into that picture. Like, yeah, yeah. So it makes and sense. like we were saying, those women don't necessarily need the tournament to win. Mizunami did, and I genuinely think just how how like their interaction went in the ring and stuff. It just this girl's been been off and 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 out for a little while. It doesn't make sense for her to come back and be so strong. Do you know? Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Um. Mm. So Mizunami for yourself, I played safe with Sheeta. But um, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, tag title match: Young Bucks defend the title against Y2J and MJF. This one's kind of hard to call for me. I are yeah. Well, I agree with you. It's not easy. Yeah. My money's straight away on the Young Bucks after the heel shenanigans that were going on. The big match feel behind it. This is a this is a go home defense, and then swiftly followed by a. Uh, challenge from the um, Battle Royal winners who, if we're correct in that triangle, that's how you get the belts off the books. You have a stronger team, you know, stronger t- quote-unquote team. Yeah. Uh, take it off them and then get them lads into the role that they belong in, which 
you know, most recently has been kind of looking after every everyone else and everything else going on. Good, just putting on good quality wrestling here and there. And um, I do think that the idea of the WCW mentality creeps into people like audiences quite a bit. And if you see like Kenny Omega and then you see the young books and you see all these title holders and most of them are the 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 pardon the pun the inner circle. I think it's it's high time that they begin swapping them over, getting them onto a bit of a shift. established talent who makes them look really strong, have them establish dominance for a few months, and then that's when you work on your younger stars. Yeah, you build the lads. Yeah. Exactly, spot on, spot yeah. on. Because there's a lot of tag teams really like when you think about younger kind of tag teams that still need to be that need to get like that. Or what would you say that seal of approval of being it's established? Yeah. So like you have like Top Flight. Is a big one for me. Um, mm. Private party, obviously, they're managed by Mahardy right now. They're coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? We have a few of them actually. I'm just looking at that uh, battle, battle royal list. Yeah, like Butcher and Blade kind of fell off a bit. Um, yeah. Then we there's three teams that are involved with the Dark Order as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. The like the six lads there, and all three, all six are in three teams. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. Like that, that would be, I suppose, another one. Like um, your man Reynolds and um, Johnny Silver. That'd be another yeah. kind of that's a big pick for um, the battle royale for a lot of people. So yeah, it makes sense actually. Yeah. And then there's obviously uh, Ortiz and fucking thing. Santana, yeah. So like I I think that's why I think Jericho and MJF eat the pin. And I think that's where you start your fractures on the inner uh, on those lads. I think if you started with those two, it, it's more impactful than if you have it over the belts. Like yeah, it makes sense actually because yeah, if they do lose to me. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. If Jericho and MJF lose, you could get Santana or Ortiz now next week saying like, "Well, we should have been in that match to begin with. We are the team exactly. of the inner circle." Yeah, so I, I agree yeah. with you there. I'm going to go with that as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with Young Books. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And plus, they battled his dad or their dad. Like, I mean, exactly. Yeah. You have to take it some sort of modicum of revenge. Yeah, like, well, you, uh, name one person. Actually, I say name one person. The Miz assaulted Zack Ryder's dad and then beat him for the championship like the night after Mania. So true. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It doesn't it's not guaranteed, but 90 95% of the time when someone gets that ass slapped, you're winning a match like I wish someone had slapped my ass on the match. <laughs> the ass slaps back. Um, <laughs> oh, that terrified me more than that and then. Oh, stop. So um onto the main event then. Exploding Barb Wire, that match. This obviously this is the big kind of as we said, big foot feel of the whole event. Yeah, oh yeah. This one's up here like levels. Um up until now. I've been skeptical about this because I straight away the first thing that came to my mind is it's going to be watered down. You're not going to get barbed wire ropes. That's what I was, that's the first thing I thought. You're going to have normal ropes with a bit of barbed wire wrapped around. That's what I was thinking. Now yeah. apparently they're doing full barbed wire rope. They're doing three sides barbed wire and then one side. I don't know if it's going to be normal ropes or just an exit. I don't know. Um, either way, just after hearing that alone, I was like, now I'm pumped. This is FMW level. This is Big Japan. This is that match. So yeah. I am super excited for this. And the fact that it has the whole oh, 30 minute limit. And if you're not out of that ring with 30 minutes, kaboom. So I like the idea. Um, yeah. In terms of winning it, I have a feeling it's going to be Omega retain. Yeah. I think I... Mox will take a lot of the damage. Um, now, that being said, Kenny will as well. Obviously, he'll take his fair share of craziness in this. Um, I just think, yeah, Mox will take the brew force of it. Do you know what I mean? And I think it'll give him some time off. Now, obviously, Renee Young, Renee Paquette, I suppose, being pregnant. Yeah. Um, it kind of ties in well. And then obviously still the yeah. US champion for um, New Japan. For Japan. Yeah. yeah. So you can still do that. And I just think it'll, like, I'd love to mox to win. I would. Um, but I like this this heelish Kenny Omega. I really do. It's reminiscent of his earlier um, days going after, um, 
Oh, fuck me. Ibushi, no. What, how can I not remember his name? Who was it? Uh, Okada. Fuck me. How could I not? I couldn't remember Okada's name. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, it reminds me of Days Gone Past uh, in, his, in his series with uh, like Okada and that, and like the days of post-AJ Styles Bullet Club. Um, yeah, which obviously, I think. Like obviously it is, it's basically the same shtick, but I love what they're doing with um impact on that. I love the kind of involvement that they're getting with New Japan, and I do think that this is it, this is a streak of Moxley, you know, he's gonna lose this match, um Kenny's going to win, then when he does end up on New Japan for his first title defense, he's gonna lose that too. And then Moxley will be written off for for a while before he returns and attacks. Like, yeah. um, and I think this is where you get that big faction feel. This like gives you all the NWO vibes, gives you all the vibes that will bring in viewership. And that's that's genuinely that's actually how I think the match might um go and how it might end. Is that like I'd say he'll get pulled out of the ring by the lads and and Moxley will get caught in all the damage. Yeah, that's good. Good shout. Like, do you reckon the good brothers will show up and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and I don't I and I think what'll make it more impactful is if Moxley doesn't have any support. Like if yeah. no one backs him up. And he's just the lone wolf and he's battering lads, if he's diving off his shit to get the good brothers down, if he's tackling and scrapping and doing the doing what Moxley does, like doing what has built his career pretty much and cracking out the light tubes and you know, all the stuff that yeah. causes all the array a, a violent array of damages. Um that's what I want to see happen. Not from the violence you know the war and violence aspect, but from the kind of the 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 art the art of of of, of theatrical violence type, like it's Moxley pulls it off perfectly. He does, you know? yeah. He's a great kind of deathmatch wrestler. Yeah. I really I really enjoy him as that like in that role as well. So yeah, so we're both in agreement anyway. Omega's gonna retain, yeah. He's gonna retain, yeah. And then I suppose we'll get to the the I suppose the biggest kind of talking point as well is the the big surprise. Who's the big signing? The Hall of Hall of Fame worthy signing. Who is it for you? Um, oh, we were talking about it before the cast. Like, this is so fucking hard. There's, there's loads of lads who could be in talks for it. Like Hall of Fame worthy. There's a, there's a dozen or so people who who could straight bring that to your to your mind. Like, like we were talking about Christian and that. Um, uh, like I could be really safe in saying him, but like there's dozens of dudes who who could fit neatly into that spot. Like Hall of Fame worthy wrestler. Could it be Lesnar? <laughs> you never know, really. Like, and for a while, I was I started to kind of second guess myself about the mm. fact that he didn't say wrestler, and then I was like, Jorge Masvidal was there last week. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it could be a fighter, but um, I reckon it is a wrestler, obviously. But I just mean because we're at the sign a multi year deal, and then what's Tony Ken Khan, Shamrock up to now? Actually, I don't know. He's on Impact a while back. I don't know, but um, I think he's kind of toned it down now. But oh. um, thing though, uh, be... <laughs> was it? It could, it could be what it could be him, it could be his brother, fucking Frank. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, no, I seen what's his name, Tony Khan on the unrestricted podcast or show they do, and he said it's a male and it's one of his favorite wrestlers. And then people obviously straight away were like, Oh, Jesus, go to his Mount Rushmore video where he's talking about that. And like, obviously, he has like Ric Flair on it, it's not going to be any of them guys, you know what I mean? But um, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it safe and I'm gonna go with Christian. Okay. Okay. Um, and then if I'm gonna pick one that's kind of a bit further out, I'm gonna go CM Punk, just for the whole "oh my god" kind of moment. That would be legendary. That would yeah. be uh, like um, animal. There's loads of names. Imagine, imagine if it was someone that like was WWE loyal. Though. Imagine if he got in fucking like you heard the glass shatter or something. Austin rocks down the oh, Jesus Christ! See, he's already in a Hall of Fame, like a Hall exactly. of Fame. You yeah, know? yeah. 
Um, and I mean, if we're being really conservative, we have to go to the NWA Hall of Fame as well. Like, there's you loads could, yeah. of lads who are already in there. Like, so Hall of Fame worthy, and it's Paul White bringing him in. Fuck the game, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to play a safe witch and say Christian just because we saw him at Royal Rumble and no other sighting of him. But like, picking I'm out really there, sorry about that. just with, like one that's one that's like, totally that, yeah, probably won't happen, but you'd be shocked if it did, kind of thing. Um, shit, anyone I can think of is already either in the WWE or still being involved with them in a background or in a, in a, in a ball locks. Who's not in the Hall of Fame? Well, I'm gonna let you go first because I can't. I'm well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Christian and CM Punk. That's what I'm gonna go with. Christian and CM Punk. Well, I suppose like Lesnar's not in the Hall of Fame. Damn, right, he's not. He's probably gonna end up in the Hall of Fame soon enough. Then again, sure. neither's Kane. So, or Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker's not in the Hall of Fame. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mark Henry's not, oh, I don't think. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but Mark Henry's still involved background, isn't he? No. Is he not? No. Oh, fuck. Imagine if it was Mark Henry. That makes sense, Paul. Why bring him in? Yeah. But what would he do, though? Like, that's... Oh, fuck it. I'm going to throw caution to win. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. I'm going to say Kane, just because as loyal to WWE as he's been, uh, he's, a, he's a mayor of a town. And yeah. It, yeah. It's not going to happen, but, like, fuck it. Yeah, so Christian and Kane for you, Christian and Punk for me. So yeah. whatever happens, I'm kind of happy enough anyway because it, that's the thing about wrestling and AEW did it really well was that build, that suspense. So even yeah. if it's someone shy, it could be someone that I'd, I've never even heard of. They just brought in off the street. I wouldn't care because they're like, do you know what? You got me. You know what I mean? You got me invested. And whether I like yeah. that or not, you got me invested. So um, yeah, overall, so that's our picks then. Our picks for the pay per view tonight. Um, yeah. I know I'm staying up for it. You're probably heading to bed anyway because you're on work in the morning, probably. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, though, really looking forward to it. It does have that huge pay per view feel, um, oh, almost yeah. like WrestleMania level. So, and it's the perfect time to have it as well. Do you know what I mean? I know obviously Revolution was, I think, the same time last year, but on the you have such a kind of array of um, pay per views and shows happening right now between New Japan, AEW, WWE, obviously. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good stuff going on, and it just fits right in there with how how they've built it, how exciting they've, it is. They've they've put themselves on the map, and they're part of the landscape now to a point where the talking point is how much better AEW is on a weekly basis. Yeah, which is saying something because yeah. like to tackle the conglomerate like that, yeah, that's yeah. not easy. You know? Like, and if you think of Dynamite last week, well, just gone this week. They've got like over nine hundred thousand uh, views or whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. Like in terms of the ratings, that's a crazy number. Do you know what I mean? Like that's only I think that was only two hundred, three hundred k or whatever it was. No, it wasn't. It was it was a few hundred k already off. Um, raw, but raw only gets one million. I think six hundred thousand this week. Yeah. That's close so, enough. What what's what's shocking to me about AEW and its performance the last while is that it is doing it's punching way above its weight. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're comfortable enough to do that. Right. So, I mean, they have the roster, they have uh, great storylines, oh, yeah. and across everyone as well. Like the, the, it feels like there's no there's no dead weight, and if there is, they cop straight away. They're like, right, whip them off the telly, put them on dark maybe for a week or two, and put this person back on. It's smart yeah. booking, and it's smart in terms of everyone who's involved. Like you have the likes of a Billy Gunn. So, I mean, these kind of wrestling minds, Big Show now is in there, Paul White, um, Tony Schiavone. There's there's so many big wrestling minds in this company. Yeah. Aaron Anderson. Do you know what I mean? You don't yeah. get much better than that. So when they're seeing this weekly, they can pull you aside, whether it's Tony Khan, whether it's Cody, whoever's booking it, they really care, lads. That's not working. And I know you want to put your stock into this person, but I don't see it working for right now. Maybe throw them on dark or give them a bit of time and let them come back yeah. to it. 
and it's just so smart and everyone seems to be busting their balls for the company so it's great to see to be honest with you it's because I think the, the rewards are reaped by those who fucking sow it like there's lads out there like think about the traction that Jungle Boy's been getting the last while oh yeah like that's that feels about as organic as it gets right now literally it does it feels like he's going to be the next organic big top baby face like yeah and Darby Allen he's I see him being a fucking excellent um, anti-hero or heel oh absolutely like, stud yeah like and the thing is these these aren't big dudes these aren't your your typical or prototypical fucking main eventer either which is excellent to see because to be fair why do people get behind Stone Cold Steve Austin why why was he the biggest star in, in the wrestling world ever I think it's because he made you feel something. That's my he was opinion. Because he, he was the everyman. He was he was he was a yeah. he was a fucking uh, a fitter version of you or me strolling around with fucking awful facial hair and a baldy yeah. head, just beating the shit out of people, just like beating the shit out of his his anger. Like yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's 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 everyone that everyone else who couldn't do it wanted to do it. Exactly. To be yeah, yeah. You no, and that's that, so, yeah. No, no one's right now saying, oh, I want to be Jungle Boy, but like that that's gonna evolve. You know that yeah. way. Yeah. Like it's only a matter of time, even, really. Even Stone Cold at one point was the ringmaster and The Rock was Rocky Moyavea. So, like, we all started out with some fruity fucking motherfucker and then, <laughs> uh, and then flourished into a into a concrete butterfly, absolutely yeah. smacking the shit out of people with them <laughs> big, thick wings. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we'll, we'll, we'll call it quits here now anyway because I don't want this to go mad long. Um, True. Because I want people just to kind of be able to listen to it or watch it real quick and then bang on the pay-per-view or whatever if they yeah. want to, obviously. But, um, yeah, so that's our picks. That's our predictions um, for what's going to happen tonight. Um, if you're watching it on YouTube as I said uh, bang a comment down below if you want let us know your picks and predictions um, follow us on the socials Instagram uh, is Discus Laria Collective Twitter is the Discus Laria um, I'll have them down in the description as well and then wherever you get your podcast then Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Acast give us a like give us a follow and then yeah we'll be back here anyway tomorrow to do a review of Revolution so let's hope it's a good one anyway it's gonna be a fucking good one yeah right then talk to us all soon See you later.